become a change maker in the health industry today. Enroll for the Functional Nutrition course and become an internationally recognized expert on the vitalistic philosophy of food and nutrition with our friends at the Functional Nutritional Academy. Register now and receive a six-week bonus accreditation course providing you with the business tools to start and grow your own business and get a whopping $1,000 discount. So don't delay. Start your healthcare career today at thewellnesscouch.com forward slash functional. That's thewellnesscouch.com forward slash functional. This edition of 100 Not Out is proudly brought to you by our 2018 longevity experience to the Greek island of Ikaria. Known as the island where people forget to die, Ikarians experience 80% less dementia, 50% less cancer, and 20% less heart disease, and live longer than anyone else on the planet. To find out why this is and experience Ikaria for yourself, come join myself, Damien Christoph, and an intimate group of like-minded souls for an all-inclusive 9-night, 10-day life-changing immersion. Watch the highlights video, get all of your info, and apply on over at 100notout.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and it gives me great pleasure to introduce the co-founder of The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys, the Greek Gorgonzola himself, Dr. Damien Christoph. <laughs> hello, Gorgon. Oh, hello, Gonzola. I don't know where to go with that sort of stuff. Like, it's just so outrageous. I just think, oh, how do I respond just to that? I just had a it's- feeling. I had a sense to use a couple of Gs, and we were talking about Ikaria and Greece, and I was like, I'm just going to go with a bit of double G action. So, you are uh, being- Gorgonzola's cheese, right? Yeah, yeah, Gorgonzola's cheese. You've been doused with a bit of Greek Gorgonzola. You know, it is- what are we? We're in August, and um, tell you what, uh, 10 or 11 months, we're going to be over on the Greek island of Ikaria for the Mediterranean Longevity Experience. At the time of recording, there are still a few spots left, so if you have not applied, go to 100notout.com, check out the video, which people love. I don't know if I spoke to you about this, but that, that video that we've recorded over there has uh, got a lot of love. DJK. Um, Is it? I haven't checked it out. I should check it out. Yeah, have a look. It's very exciting. It starts off with you going, Calamera! <laughs> very excited with your with your Greek. But um, uh, there will be no more than 20, and uh, it's going to be 10 nights of paradise on the Greek island of Ikaria. So check it out, 100notout.com. Now, Damo, we, uh, on the previous episode, we were talking about the magic pill and what the health, and um, we were discussing... Uh, I suppose the merits of each one and some of the 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 PR, the spin that comes out from the AMA and the dietitians and how people respond. Um, yeah. But I suppose a lot of this comes up because you know documentaries these days um, and society these days. You were, were speaking briefly about how the news works. A lot of it is based on fear, is it not? So much fear. You know, it, it really essentially what it does is it. it, it, it well, you say this all the time, actually, Marcus Pierce. You say people run away from the problem rather than towards the solution. Mm. And uh, and I love that because it really does highlight the way in which um, the human brain's geared um, and set up and wired, and we run away from danger as opposed to run towards safety, which is fascinating. Um, and, but the 
the health yeah. authorities, I suppose, use that tactic um, to scare people into making decisions. So I call that health scare as opposed to health care. <laughs> and, and so we see that uh, – we used to see that with chiropractic. And like I'll, I'll be honest here, there were some chiropractors, you know, back in the 80s and 90s that used to use chiro scare instead of chiro care. And, uh, and the scare model – I think is terrible. You know, it's not a it's not a great way to actually treat people. It's not a really great way to um, help people make better decisions. But these days, it's much more sensible with chiropractic, which is fabulous. But they're still using the health scare paradigm uh, when it comes to drugs and surgery, infection, um, disease, chronic disease, all that sort of stuff. And and that's a and look, that, that's unfair. It's biased. It's usually funded. It's driven by finance and money. You know, usually if you've got to fear people into making a decision, it's because of um, a financial interest or vested interest. Otherwise, people just do it because it makes sense rather than actually being scared into doing it. Mm, it's a really tricky one because it is. it, it seems very neural without sounding like a friggin' and – and I don't do it very well, sounding like a, a body nerd, but it sounds very innate that we are – wired to either fight or fly away and most of us are and again i've spoken about this many times before we are wired for pain and again we don't buy the newspaper when it says it's a bright sunny day 25 degrees pack the picnic basket we buy the newspaper when it says flash floods um murder death fire crime kill Uh uh-huh you know pain 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 so bomb bomb terror yeah you know, all the buzz words to, to get our attention. So um, I, I tend to feel that this is – and I'll be honest, like I say this a lot when I'm talking and, and we I use the stats so often about our interview with Professor Michael Woodward about dementia, you know, like mm-hmm. if you want dementia, yeah. don't exercise uh, yeah. because we know that if we move regularly, we'll prevent 42% of all the dementia that happens in this world. I do – and I say it, Publicly, I, I tell people that to scare the living daylights out of them because exercise has become so such a luxurious lifestyle item. It is has become a chore, not a choice for people, and they just think I have no time for no. it. So I think, I think in that regards, I'm happy to scare people because it's not stuff that is shared regularly. But I, but, but, and again, I'll put my hand up. I, I do it because I know that they're not going to get that type of information when they're. Um, reading the paper or watching the news, um, it'll be more about scaring on other things, like you said, around drugs and surgery or or whatever it is. But it is a very innate um, response that when presented with something scary, we either run away from the problem, like you said, um, or we do something to um, and not ignore it. But um, what's the word? You know, we... Uh, we just try and uh, sweep it under the carpet. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of ignoring it, but it's it's yeah. putting it out of out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what ignorance it is, you know is bliss. There. You know it's there. Yeah, but just don't really. Want it I know I should exercise. Is the oh, mantra for sweeping it under the carpet? I know I should, but I've swept it under the carpet, so I haven't had to deal with it for some time. And now you're <laughs> bringing it from under the carpet and putting it in front of my face. That's right. That's right. And that's you know that's sort of that's. This is it. But this is what these documentaries are also doing as well. Like for many people out there, they're going, look, your health has been swept under the carpet for too many years, eating unconsciously, just getting, you know, chicken nuggets and hot dogs just because you're busy and tired and can't be bothered cooking and all the rest of it. And it all seems fine and dandy at the time until 
Yes. Till it's not. Till it's Til it not. it becomes a big problem. Yeah, that's exactly right. Until it becomes a big problem. Uh, I, it, does, um, it does shock me a little bit. But when we go back to the previous episode when we were talking about, you know, what the health – oh, yeah, what the health and uh, the magic pill. And we we're talking about, um, you know, using fear tactics and, and and quoting statistics and you know the cause of disease and that this this what I'm about to share with you is the solution to avoiding all of these things. What people need is a solution, but without the fear. Oh, so, great call, Damien. This is what I think people need. That's what I think people are looking for. They're looking for solutions to their life, but not necessarily for problems and not, you know, not necessarily, you know, there, I was talking to a guy last night. I went to a, a networking meeting. Uh, Rob is his name. Really, you know, Howdy, Rob. nice guy. Thanks for listening. Yeah. yeah. And we're just chatting about some, you know, really fascinating stuff. And he just come back from being over in uh, in Europe and we reflected on some of the things um, that he saw in Europe and the lifestyles, and which is all very similar. So he went to Greece, he went to Croatia, he went to Turkey. So, he, you know, he did areas that we, you know, we would be familiar with in terms of a culture. But then I, I – and there was another guy there who's – his name's Jeff and he's a, also a very, very nice guy. And, and Jeff said um, – Something which was which was was really profound, like and and to me it was like, ah, that's that's super cool. I want to use that in a podcast one day. Essentially, he today's um, the day, Damien. <laughs> yeah, well, he does talks on uh, fraud and fraud, fraud prevention in and around finance. So that's what he does. And he was talking to a business coach the other day, and the business coach said, "What people want is not seminars on how to make more money." It's how to get themselves out of the trouble that they're in. Hmm. So, you know, when you've got an entrepreneur, um, entrepreneurs uh, feel like they've got, a, you know, the winning ticket. They've got a, a, you know, they know that they've got a product that people like and that's what they want to get out to the marketplace. But there could be cash flow hamstrings or there could be um, issues with staff or there could be um, compliance issues or packaging or supply or any of those sorts of things. And, and that's more about what what people need. So there's a little problem that they've got that's that's ongoing, but they require a solution for it. But they don't need to be told that if they don't do this, then they'll get this. What they do need to be told is how to get out of this particular situation that they're already in. And, and I think that's very, very different than saying, oh, my gosh, you're overweight. That means you're at high risk of diabetes, heart disease, and cancer. Now you've got to go and eat this way because mm. that's like – guilt bashing somebody into making a decision. If you say to somebody, oh, okay, you've got a bit of a cash flow problem right now, um, let's help you get out of that cash flow issue, it's different to saying, oh, you've got a cash flow issue, that's going to be a huge uh, drainer. Um, it's highly going to yeah. it's, it's going to affect your NPD, which is going to you know take you below the bottom line and probably the banks are going to foreclose on you, um, so you better <laughs> do this. You know, So it's very, very different to, you know, scaring them into making a decision as opposed to providing a solution for them to get them out of their existing problem, which I think is a, oh, this is a, a different great, approach. This is a wonderful philosophical chat here. I'm learning as I listen. Um, can I share a couple of things with you uh, in, in listening to what you've said there? Because I'm a yeah. bit on the fence on this. I, I'm actually – I'm kind of both ways because um, – okay, a bit – so I thrive on the guilt side of things personally. I, not not the guilt side of things, not the right word. The uh, no, the fear fear side of things. Yeah, my yeah. So my worst nightmare in life is to be mediocre. 
right? Hence my business, yes. right? So yeah. it pretty much drives me in everything that I do. But you spoke about a solution without the fear. And this is one thing that has come up recently. Uh, it's been massive up in Byron, and I'm sure it's been massive in in uh, Melbourne. Has the No Plastic July uh, been a hit down south? Never heard of it. I've heard of Dry July, but not No Plastic Oh, right. So maybe it, is, maybe it isn't in, in up here. I don't know. But anyway, so there's been so much talk about the impact of disposable coffee cups on the environment. It's just been everywhere. And I've been thinking to myself, far out, you know, I might definitely have one almond latte day. I might have two. I've never really been into these, you know, take it, take anywhere, you know, glass, coffee cup, you know, whatever it is. Um, but up here, there was just so much education around the impact of, of, of coffee cups, whether they're the disposable ones or the Enviro ones or whatever it is. It was, you know, double page spreads in the Echo, the local paper and all this stuff. And, and, I don't know that it was there to scare me, but it definitely made me more aware of my decision. And I'll put my hand on my heart. I still have not bought the glass cup but or the plastic one, whatever it is, but I am so much closer to doing it. Like every time I go into a cafe, I'm looking at them. I'm working out which one will I get, what size. Do I get the plastic like one? Cup, or the- a keep cup kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, yep. one of those keeper yep. ones. Um, yep. You know, do I get the plastic one or the glass one? All right, now I've got to remember phone, wallet, keys, and coffee cup, which is just for any males listening, that's not as easy as it sounds. Um, everywhere I go, I've got to think of that. But anyway, regardless, the thing that I have somewhat enjoyed a bit around this July thing is that I haven't felt like the world's been trying to me trying to make me feel like a bad person for having a disposable um, coffee cup because it's not illegal. Um, it doesn't make you a good or bad person. It's just a choice. But the thing that is there is a solution without the fear, and that is, you know, a glass coffee mug. And a lot of these cafes will they'll give you your first coffee free. They'll wash the cup for you if you're going to have it in and all, all these other things. Um, but I really like what you're saying that, Whatever it is, um, and you're talking about healthcare has become health scare. I think Enviro care, in many ways, has become Enviro scare. And you spoke about yes. financial care has turned into financial scare. Um, yeah. It is everywhere. But I think that you're 100% on the money, Damo. I think we have to acknowledge that we are intelligent human beings and we don't necessarily need to be scared within, um, you know, a hair's breadth of our death. We just need to actually be enlightened, informed, and educated so that we make a decision that is yep. congruent with our own lives. Yeah, totally right. Totally. That's right. And so, you know, if you're looking to live a long time, then you need a solution for that. If you're looking to remove the disease that you've, you know, managed to create, then you need a solution for that. You don't need to be told of all of the other reasons why you need to do something um, other than for the very reason you're trying to create the solution or find the solution in the first place. Does that make sense? So we don't need all of the other guilting to get us to that point. So That's, that's my thing. Yeah, so curious one, curious question for you. Since Sarah and I have been out of the Cairo practice game for three-plus years and you've yeah. seen the health practitioner landscape change a lot in the last couple oh. of decades, particularly now with you know health coaches and essentially the barrier to entry to yep. essentially call yourself a health professional is less today than what it's ever been. 
Um, Absolutely. The whole uh, solution without fear uh, um, process, how do you find, you know, that's shifted or that maybe you might even say you've shifted in the way you deliver um, the chiropractic message, not necessarily the adjustment per se because that's more technical, but the education of the reason why people would be wise to invest in their health. How do you find you've shifted um, over the years? Well, my, my big thing is to move away from prediction. So I don't want to you know, predict what might happen to somebody if they don't consider, you know, doing care. If they do you know, care, if they, don't, if they do start or if they don't yeah. start. Yeah. Yeah. Like for me, that I mean, that's a very scarcity kind of model I, and, and that's not for me. I don't want to scare people. Oh, isn't it interesting? Scarcity and scare. Like it's hey, a, hey. it's all fear related. Wow. Interesting. Never noticed that. Did don't you notice that? Scar. No, uh, I didn't. Now, I'm gonna, now you're going to get wow. me going on word origins and wow. prefixes. and Yeah, I've never really gone for that whole scarcity thing in that if you um, if you don't do this now, then this will happen later. Like that, that never has sat well with me because – and it, it sits worse with me now that we've learned about Ikaria. So for me, it's about if you – if you and I think I probably use chiropractic now as a solution. If what you're looking to do is feel better, then this is what will help you. And so that's that's kind of where I'm going to it. Rather than saying if you don't want this to happen to you, then this is what you need to be doing. Like it's a very very different conversation to have with somebody. It's a lot less confronting, a lot a lot less uh, forceful. And so people, um, I think, enjoy that and appreciate it. And, uh, and but you're appealing and to their that- intelligence, which is something that, and again, in the nicest possible way for health practitioners and even you know legal professionals and the rest, two or three generations ago, was probably yeah. not something that was done. Uh, it was more like this is the way it is, whether you're smart or not smart. You know, I have the I have the intellect, I have the study, I have the knowledge. So do as I say, not do as I yeah. do, do as I yeah. say. Yeah. Whereas right. it seems like your approach is far more respectful and honoring of a of an individual's intelligence rather than this is the way it's done. Yeah, absolutely. Well it it, it really does it, it's not relying on only emotion. You know, because at the end of the day we still do make decisions based on emotion. Um and then we question our decision based on logic. So it's one of those things that um, we're appealing still to emotion, but we're allowing logic to come in much much sooner, um, rather than actually waiting for a delayed kind of you know thought around it. I think you make um, adrenal fight or flight decisions uh, when you're scared into making some a, a decision, as opposed to um, educated into making a decision uh, with your hand kind of being held and saying you know come along, this is what we can do for you. Well, it's, let, it's it's different. Let's bring this back then to. Um to the magic pill and what the health and a lot of the other health documentaries, and yeah. um, you know we we're talking on the previous episode that it's really difficult to um, make uh, you know uh, big judgments or, or judgments on a five week basis, but a lot of people are making decisions like you just said out of a um, you know we could say a scared position other people might say they they're inspired by something so they might be inspired by what the health and they might feel inspired by the magic pill or whatever it is um but what do you say to those people that and again i I, i'm cautious i don't want to give my own impression here because i've got my own experiences but what do you say to those people that get five weeks down the track or maybe even longer maybe 12 weeks down the track um and they really don't feel like they're making 
you know, the same progress that, that they were? Because I'm sure you notice that a lot more in, in practice than what I would say with, with my clients. It's a bit, diff- bit of a different game. What do you find? Because most people start off in a blaze of glory. Yeah. And then there's a, a plateauing. Like, how do you find that you deal with people in that scenario? It's a really challenging thing because the power of the mind's enormous, both in the positive sense and in the negative sense. So people uh, will quite easily move towards health by making good decisions, but also uh, move towards uh, sickness by making you know decisions. So the, what's interesting about it is that usually the reason why people feel like they're not going well is because their yardstick or their measurement is so limited. So if I was building a house, and the one measurement that I had in terms of progress was how many windows were in, I would, I'd be waiting a long time to see any kind of progress. But if I was building a house and I was looking at all the little steps that it took to build the house, so foundations, bricks, framework, or framework then bricks, electricity, um, plumbing, windows, painting, curtains, et cetera, et cetera, tiles. Mm. If I'm looking at all of the different steps along the way that contribute to progress, then it's it's way better. But if I'm measuring my progress just on weight and the only thing that I see is weight loss change, then if that ever plateaus, then my measurement or my yardstick just starts to pause. If I'm looking at uh, my clarity, if I'm looking at energy, if I'm looking at sleep, if I'm looking at relationships, if I'm looking at the relationship with food, if I'm looking at the my taste buds, my appreciation for food, if I'm looking at um, my body shape change and I'm looking at my weight, I've got way more measurement tools to consider in terms of my progress. And so it's about expanding what you're actually measuring as opposed to shrinking what you're measuring. The more and more reductionistic we get about thinking um, what, is the, what is the one part of me that I need to change, um, the less likely we're to see that shift and change that's going to be permanent. Yeah, such great, um, great words. And I think, you know, based on what, you know, you've just been saying there and, and parts of our previous episode is that, um, you know, you might get really good at diet you might get really good at food intake but then you realize that you're not catching up with your friends so then you add another layer and you go right we're going to start you know working on the personal development that is having a great diet but still being able to easily catch up with friends and then you might recognize that you want to add uh using the house analogy um another brick by ensuring that you're using the fuel that you're putting in your body by moving regularly and and all the different layers because as you say, Damo, if we purely measure it by the food that we eat or the weight on our body based on the food that we eat, it's a hard game to win and um, no doubt if that's the measurement, we then just we give up on that. We move on to the next documentary or the next book, look for the next pill and, uh, and carry on. Mate, it's the same for chiropractic. If the only thing you're measuring is your neck pain and you're not seeing all of the other things going on around you and all the other changes, it, it's the same deal. Like if you're only measuring one thing, then you might as well just take a Panadol it's, uh, you know, or go and take some <laughs> antidepressants. At the end of the day, if the only thing that you're trying to measure is a symptom Scotch as and opposed coke. to the quali- quality of your life, exactly, the only thing you're measuring is the symptoms as opposed to the quality of your life and there's multiple measurements for the quality of your life, mm. then you're missing the big picture. Oh, you're a wise man, Damo. For more of Damo's wisdom, you must go to DamienChristoph.com. It's a wonderful website. I myself will go there, read a blog, find myself 10 minutes later reading a second and a third. It's just a wonderful website you have, Mr. Christoph. DamienChristoph.com. Myself, go to MarcusPierce.com.au. And we'd love to know your feedback. What have you worked on? What have you learned from this episode and the previous one? Go to Facebook.com forward slash 100 not out and uh, TheWellnessCouch.com forward slash 100 not out. And when you're in the iTunes, store next head on in give this podcast a five-star rating share the 100 not out message 
with the world. And until next week, as always, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. We hope you enjoyed this edition of 100 Not Out. Now, if you love this episode and you love longevity, then you are invited to join Damien and I at our 2018 longevity experience on the Greek island of Ikaria. This is a nine-night, ten-day, all-inclusive immersion based at Thayer's Inn and Restaurant, TripAdvisor's number one place to be in Ikaria. Together, we'll be living the Icarian lifestyle, eating, moving, dancing, socializing, learning, and a whole lot more. This is a lifestyle that has 80% less dementia, 50% less cancer, 20% less heart disease, and the highest count of centenarians per capita in the world. They don't call it the island where people forget to die for nothing. To find out more and to apply, go to www.100notout.com. Applications are processed on a first-in-first-served basis, so even if you aren't 100% sure, your best bet is to fill out the application form. It is completely free to apply and only takes two minutes. We would love to have you there, so head over to 100notout.com for all the info. Until next week, thanks again for your support and may the rest of your life be the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.